everybody, and welcome to the Westwood Living Podcast. We are sitting in the waiting room of Westwood Family Chiropractic, a very comfortable place. I'm joined today by Dr. John Redhead. How are you, my friend? Doing very well, thank you. And Dr. Peter Kevorkian, how are you? Phenomenal. As always, and I, I tee you up for that question all the time. I should expect the answer, but I uh, really appreciate your time. And I want to start this conversation off by saying thanks to both of you, and also Dr. Catherine for your support of Lessons from Leaders. And I have enjoyed recircling with those who participated and just try to get some feedback about how it went. You got a chance to give a marquee speech, but John, you and Catherine had a great opportunity to interact with the students who approached you, which is a grab bag, right? You don't know what you're going to get. What was your experience interacting with the kids? Um, it, it was a great experience, honestly. I was pretty surprised at how many students did show up and show interest and it, it's intimidating to come to a new place as a as a teenager and talk to professionals and ask them questions and I, I have to say I was just really impressed I, I think that speaks a lot to the Westwood community of of these kids being being excited and being passionate about moving forward in the professional world and and I was honestly very impressed by by the the kids showing up and, and putting in the work you know and Dr. Peter you having done this for now four decades uh, it, this is truly a melting pot when you walk into this practice you see people of all ages, races, creeds, beliefs, and physical ability and disability. What was your experience at Lessons from Leaders? And, you know, a grander question, what's been your experience in this community in general? Oh, I have to echo what, what John is saying. I, I love the West community is great. Uh, the thing that impressed me the most with uh, Lessons from Leaders and uh, high school students that came, it, they weren't there looking for a job. They weren't there saying, what do I want to do for a job? The perception I got is, what can I do that can make a difference? And a very different consciousness than uh, you typically see. Usually high school students will say, uh, you know, what, what am I going to do for a job so I can go on weekends and do what I love to do? Uh, the sense I got is the the students that I talked to were looking at what can I do to contribute to make a difference in people's lives in, in our world. Um, you know, that that's going to help people, regardless of what it was. So, so their curiosity was actually uh, very inspiring to me. And to that point, one of the things you spoke about specifically when you had the chance to give your marquee address was following your passion, not necessarily listening to other people, and your passion was to serve others from a young age. You wanted to serve others, and you've surrounded yourself with staff members who followed that belief. So I'm not even going to let you answer this. I'm going to let John answer this. When you and Catherine joined the practice, uh, how much of that was ingrained already and led you to make that decision to want to work here? Any, anybody who becomes a chiropractor does it for a number of reasons, whether it was their philosophy in their childhood home or whether it was getting involved with chiropractic at a young age, being adjusted. So everybody has their own philosophy, but, but coming here and being able to learn from Dr. Peter and Patty, who I don't know if many people know are actually legendary chiropractors in the profession. They're two of the most well-known names, and Westwood Family Chiropractic is actually one of the biggest and most well-known practices in the nation. So it truly was an honor to be able to come here to learn what we learned from them, and it has totally changed our philosophy on chiropractic, on life, seeing what they've built here at 1446 High Street over the last 40 years of their career is really inspiring and it's it's nothing short of an honor to be involved with it, to be trusted to take care of these patients and this, this wonderful group that we have here. So your wife, Catherine, was first in, in terms of the next generation of doctors who are gonna be part of the practice. What did she say to you about, this is why it works? 
this is what's different about Westwood Family Chiropractic. And this is what you need to know if you're going to consider coming on board. Yeah, I mean, from from halfway through school, she took a seminar with Dr. Peter and pretty much idolized him from that point on. So so she got here and, and just was in awe of how amazing it was. And, you know, being in chiropractic school, you go and shadow different offices around the country. And she just, I remember her calling me and just saying, there, there's there's something about this place. It's it's the energy. Everyone's happy. Everyone's excited. Um, it, it's a chiropractic haven. And, and that that fired me up to step up my game and to make those connections so that I could come do this too. Now, Dr. Peter, we've talked in the past about your building the practice and then succeeding here. And then you had to turn the focus to making sure you have the next generation ready to take over if and when the time comes that you got to turn it over. So what was key in your mind when you knew you had to get the right people in place to do so? Um, So my highest value in practice um, is obviously clinical excellence. That I, I believe that when somebody walks through the door that they are going to receive the finest chiropractic care possible. Uh, that Ensuring that level of clinical competency is first the bar I set for myself, but then to have that be the same bar that other chiropractors are going to have that work here. Dr. Catherine, Dr. John exemplify that and more, you know, and they're, and they're striving to be even better and better at their technique. So that lives there. Uh, but a core value that lives underneath all of that is to take care of people from a place, what I call family. You know, if, if you look at every person that you're serving as a brother or sister, your child, a mom or dad or grandma, grandpa, and you're making the decisions of how to care for that person, manage their case, uh, make recommendations, share information, whatever it is, from a place of, of, of family, you never do the wrong thing, you, you know? And so, uh, and Dr. John and Dr. Catherine embrace that 100%, whether they do it cognitively or just viscerally, you know, they feel it in their heart. But that exudes in all of the fabric of Westwood Family Chiropractic is it is our family. And we take care of people like family. And, uh, you know, what we do clinically is like, what would I be doing if this was my mom? What would I be doing if it was my grandpa? What would I do if it was my baby? You know, to live in that space, you never make a wrong decision. Well, while I have two experts here, let's talk about a very uh, tricky time of year because the bodies get a little bit more creaky in the winter, right? It's colder. You're doing some things outside that might crink a back, a spine, a muscle, or whatever. Let's get some tips as people are getting set for the... I, it started snowing last night a little bit. You might have been sleeping, but it, it was... Couple I flurries. Heard people said they saw some flurries yeah, last night. There were some flurries. Uh, as people turn towards the winter, give us some advice about things they can do to kind of keep their spine in the right condition. Yeah. So during the winter, we always, you know, multiple times a day after a snow, we we kind of almost joke about it before the shift. Um, sure enough, people come in. I was shoveling my driveway, and probably the biggest piece of advice I can give is stop twisting. <laughs> that that is what's doing it to you the the old classic you stick that shovel into the snow and you twist and throw it over your shoulder into the pile behind you that twisting motion with the added weight in front of you of that heavy snow on the shovel that will hurt your back your your lumbar spine is not meant for that flexion that twisting motion with extra weight that that'll tweak your back and something that i do personally is i take it slow I don't fill the shovel every single time. I do smaller loads. I 
pick it up and I walk over to the pile and I put it down. It makes it take maybe double the time, but I also don't hurt my back for the next two weeks doing it. So to me, it's, it's worth a couple extra minutes to take it slow, be very aware of your body and do the correct thing. Pretty good insight. What other winter advice? What do you well, see okay, in the winter? Okay, first I want to piggyback on what Dr. John just, just said. Um, the thing that probably injures people more than anything else, yes, body mechanics, but it's also not keeping your attention on what you are doing. So often people are shoveling snow and they're thinking about, oh my God, I got to get to work. I'm going to be late. I'm worried about the kids. I got to make lunch. I got to do all the thoughts that their head is, their head is doing something different than what their body is doing. Pay attention to what you are doing, where you are doing it. So if you're going to shovel snow, shovel snow be in that moment pay attention to your body take your time breathe don't torque your body as dr john is talking about all of those pieces let your mind be where your body is best way to prevent injuries not just shoveling snow at the gym running a race doing anything in your life have your mind be where your body is i, I believe that's the biggest prevention preventive thing that you can do for injuries aside from that winter months can tax our bodies and the recommendations uh the, the across the board can't hurt anybody um there tends to be less uh time in the sun so increasing vitamin d intake is a very very positive thing to do um making sure you eat good foods always something good to do but particularly this time of year to keep your immune system uh, fostered and taken care of. You know, we, we tend to give so much attention to, oh, this is cold and flu season. Well, the greatest way to prevent cold and flu is to not get cold and flu. It's not about not getting exposed to the bugs as much as it's keeping your immune system healthy and strong. The only, Right now, in this room, Tom, there's enough germ, bacteria, and viruses to kill any one of us. But the reason why we're not dead is because we have a strong, healthy immune system. During the winter months, that immune system can be extra taxed because of less sunlight, not eating as well. Uh, the, the, the cold weather can perpetuate things. Get rest, eat good foods, foster your immune system, and I'm going to say keep your spine well adjusted. One of the things that's going to keep your body working well is to have a healthy nervous system. Yeah, I don't even think I've told both of you this, but I've now woven your philosophy into my sales pitch because I call the publication Westwood Living my spine. You know, the business grows from there. Everything comes from the spine. And every single month, the publication ends up in mailboxes, and that is my persistent and consistent branding tool. And it is the spine, and I have to take care of it. And I know that if I take care of it, other opportunities will arise. We'll do the Lessons from Leaders series. We'll have the social networking events. We'll make merchandise. We'll do the website and the social media. So thank you. I, I now I use love the it. spine. I love my, it. Love it. <laughs> what do you call that? A metaphor? I guess that's my metaphor. You're eager to say something. Final word from Dr. John. You get to wrap us up. Oh, I, I was just going to piggyback on Dr. Peter. Water. Oh, yeah. During the summer, you know, you spend a couple minutes outside, you get hot and sweaty, you crave water. In the winter, you're chilly, you're in a coat, you don't get dehydrated. 
in the same fashion, but you do still get dehydrated. Water is, is a huge thing. Um, it helps with chapped lips. It helps keep your body hydrated. It helps with everything in the winter, just as much as the summer. So staying cognizant about that. You guys are the best. Dr. John Redhead, Dr. Peter Kevorkian from Westwood Family Chiropractic. As always, folks listening, if you have somebody else who you'd like me to have a conversation with, just reach out. Send me an email to tleiden at bestversionmedia.com. I'll track that person down, have a chat with them, and share it with you right here on the podcast network. But for now, from 1446 High Street, right here at the offices of Westwood Family Chiropractic, this is Tom Leiden with Dr. Pete, Dr. John. Have a great day.